This episode is dedicated to Chris Cowan and Scott Covert. Or Chris Cohen and Scott Covert. Hello, podcast people. You just made my day. How you doing out there, podcast people? This is Made My Day Podcast, the podcast that celebrates the little tiny wonderful things in life. Podcast. Episode 9 brought to you the week of podcast, the 12th 2000 podcast. I'm your host, James Podcast Kennison. I want to jump right into it. If you don't know what the show's about by now, by God, go back and listen to the the previous episodes or the EPRA episodes, okay? If you do know, then great, because day number one, Jen brought me some cake. Have you ever had a craving? I don't have many, to be honest. And as a fairly overweight person, you would think I would have them. And I I, I do get them once in a while. You know, who doesn't crave a, a hot Krispy Kreme donut? Especially when they build the freaking thing right down the street from your house. And you see the sign that says hot, fresh. So you want to go and get one. But I'm, I'm talking about the other day. I don't know what it was, but I knew I wanted cake specifically a cake. I told Jen about it and she was like, whatever. You know, she's totally unsympathetic as the skinny often are. And, um, but I wanted cake. I told her I'm going to go down to the dang store. I ain't even going to take a shower. I'm just going to go down there in my shorts. I'm going to buy myself a birthday cake. Now, truly, I didn't want a birthday cake. I don't really like birthday cake icing. But I wanted a cake. I wanted something cakey. I wanted maybe a, uh, oh, what is it, coffee cake. I wanted carrot cake. I wanted the slightly off-center cakes, something like that. Well, lo and behold, Jen goes to the store later, just randomly doing something else, totally different, not shopping for me. And she came back and she brought me a little Intamins. It looked like a little loof. A little loaf. And it was like pound cake. It wasn't carrot cake. It wasn't banana bread. It wasn't a lot of things. But it was cake. And I could slice a little bit of it and the top was moist. You know how that is? You know how that happens with like, uh, especially banana bread, favorite stuff. It was good. It was good. So thank you, Jen. Uh, My wife listens to this show religiously. And, um... I always make a point to make sure she's in as many of the days of the week as possible. It is in my best interest to make sure that I notice the things about her that do make my day. Because, truly, she does. She makes my day so often that it would be boring and monotonous just for me to keep repeating it. But uh, that day, she and I both know. She truly did do something special to earn the top mention here on the show. She bought me cake. Um, oh, speaking of Monday. Okay, I have a rule in my in my family with my kids that my wife does not share with me. Um, when the kids are out and about and they're bored, they will often ask, uh, Mommy, can I play on your phone? Or, Mommy, can I play on your iPad? 
And Mommy always says yes. Daddy, they know better not to ask. I have told him. Jay, Jay's kind of slow. He will tell. He will ask. And I've told him, I will never, ever, ever let you handle my iPad. Never. First of all, the, the main reason is, it's not that I don't love him. I just don't trust him. I don't, and it's not even that I don't trust him. I know that he would never purposefully be crazy with it, or, 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 or you know, be mean to it, or punch it. He's not one of these out of control kids that are just like, "I'm going to kill the bad guy on the screen." Um, but I could just see him in his five year old self and his reflexes or lack of dropping that Joker on the floor, and I would not ever be able to replace it, <laughs> not for a very, very long time. Uh, I'm not a wealthy man, and uh, even if I were, I would I would have a moment of silence for the thing that would last about six months, because I would just hate spending the money on it. So um, anyway, so I I never let my kids, even my eight year old daughter, touch this thing. So um, I'm I'm looking for my iPad the other day. I, I've, I've been reading a lot more. There's a book on there I'm reading, going through. Um, and it is, uh, I can't find it. I'm like, where's that at? I'm about to, to log into the iCloud directory thingy bobber and, and make it beep. You know how you can find my iPhone deal? I use that thing all the time because I'm, I'm always leaving it around the house. But my daughter knows where it is, so she runs for it and she gets it. And about the time she's heading right towards me, she realizes, and I realize, she has the iPad. And being the cut-up and the crazy girl that she is, she kneels down quick, I mean like in a slide, and and holds it up and lowers her head like she's presenting a crown. And she says, she says, I'm touching the iPad. I get to touch it. <laughs> so... It was uh, it was wasn't quite you know my my precious you know that kind of thing but it was very similar to that and it was it just made me laugh so hard um, and feel like a horrible father at the same time because I won't let him play with my stuff. <laughs> so yeah, day two was awesome too. Let me tell you about it. It was not a great day. It was not that day was not a good day. Have you ever had those days? Yes, I've had many of them. But I, I will celebrate it in this, that I will say, uh, and the reason why I bring it up, is I was able to make it a better one. And, and oh man, oh man, the days passed when I was not able to do that. You know, it is normal to have not great days. Not every day is going to be awesome. But the ability to be able to turn things around, I was having a crappy day. I just felt like crap. I didn't feel like doing anything. Oh, not, not really that. I, I just felt, I don't know, mushy, you know, you ever felt mushy? So, um, right before, you know, after I picked up the kids and and right before my wife got home, I just started doing stuff. I, um, I went outside and I took down the Christmas lights off the house, which was awesome. Um, let me tell you just one thing off topic. Uh, if you ever go to Target and you see a box of what they call, uh, clips, they're called, um, there, there, there's there, there, clips for uh, what do you call them? Christmas lights, and they're 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 supposed to plug in up underneath and stick in underneath your um, uh, 
shingles. There you go. Hey, thanks, James. No problem. And they're supposed to also clip onto your gutters. If you have gutters across the entire front of your house, then buy them. They're awesome. They will work great. Uh, if you do not, and you have uh, just regular roofs, roofs, roofses, do not buy them. They're of the devil. The devil made them. They're supposed to be awesome. You're supposed to be able to clip them to the end of a pole, like a painter's pole, and stick them up and not have to get up on a ladder and all that kind of stuff. I had to get up on a house, and I had to string them as if I didn't even have them. And so, by God, when it was time to take them down, I took that painter's pole, and I beat the smack out of them clips till they fell apart and disintegrated and dropped to the ground and therefore left my uh, my hangy, drippy Christmas lights. Um, I may have broken every strand of Christmas light. I may have, and it was probably a poor decision. But I will tell you this. I did not do it um, out of anger. Well, no, I, I probably did. Uh, frustration more than anger. But I did not do it from a lack of control. I did it with controlled purpose and controlled anger. Much in the way you would premeditate something that you were doing bad and evil to someone else and you would do it with purpose and control and that's why you deserve the death penalty or life imprisonment, whatever they give you. I premeditated in my heart that I was going to violently remove these uh, Christmas lights from the from the house. And um, so I extended, I have these two 15-foot, maybe more, uh, painter's poles from a project I did years ago, and I smacked those jokers, and they just went to flying. And it was so satisfying to beat that that smashed up mess uh, and, and see those lights fly. So um, that was a good thing. I did that, <laughs> and I also put up my daughter's curtains. We had, you know, we we'd had some curtains, and we said, "Hey, we need to get some curtains for behind the curtains." And so we went to IKEA, and we got some curtains for behind the curtains. These are things that men don't understand, but apparently you have to have curtains, and then you have to have stuff. You have to have curtains behind them, and they're they're clear and sheer and see through, therefore defeating the purpose of having them. But we had to get them, and I put them up, and my daughter was happy, and my wife was happy, and when the bed was pulled back, I had her get all the crap out of the floor, and I vacuumed all the dust out, and um, and it was awesome. It's good. It was good. It changed the day. The day was saved. And it was good. It was a good one. So after dinner that night, it seems like every night this week, this is this is kind of a new occurrence the last couple of weeks. Every night as we're eating dinner together, um, I'm cutting up with the kids and the family. And, and, and this has been my job. I've always been the guy that brings laughter to the family. It's like my thing, you know. And when you're feeling crappy and depressed, you can't do that. Um, I remember many a time just not even be able to eat with the family, eating at a different time because my schedule was off or I wasn't hungry at all. It was times I just ate nothing. And so it is such a great thing by contrast to be able to do something, say grab your son, who's five, um, and present his belly to the family or in this case his face most of the time it's his belly and we blow on his belly and and all that but this time i held him up and i um i was kissing him on the cheek and i said who else wants to kiss jay and my wife and jenna oh they just got this wonderful gleam and grin on their face and the gleam in their eye and they ran forward and just started 
pelting him with uh, kisses and and it just gutched him all up. You know how it is. And me, I'm while they're doing that, I'm I'm on his ear and I'm going like this, almost like and I get in real close to his ear and he's just he's just like probably like you were if you were listening with if you were listening with. Earplugs in or headphones, you probably just got wigged out about the same way that I did him. So it's real, it's real personal. So anyway, I'll quit. But that was fun. That's why I did that night. I made the kids laugh. I'm gonna tell you about another one later that I did just tonight. But you gotta wait because now it's day three. Um, the new control card. I will say this: the hard drive debacle of 2013. Many of you are aware of. If you're not, I will recap. I lost two drives one two terabyte one three terabyte uh one of them had can had stuff everything i've created audio visual uh stuff multimedia stuff ministry stuff art stuff for the last 10 years videos of my kids all the family pictures for some stupid reason i had it all in one drive and uh, it, it was just due to different things i hadn't copied it over and the thing quit working well long story short um after i sent it in to a scam uh, place and they sent it back to me. Um, I realized that I could get a control card for it. I don't know how much I went into this on the uh, other show, so I'll just gloss through. Basically, the hard drive was part of an internal drive. Or, I mean, sorry, an external drive. It had a control card. I did go through this. Okay, I got the new control card. Thirty-five bucks. It worked. It worked. I was able to begin recovering files on day three, which was Wednesday, and. Uh, I, I still was pretty tense, it, you know, because you don't know what you're going to get. You could just get a bunch of files and a bunch of file sizes, and then it's just full of garbage. Uh, so anyway, that started on day three. It was good, though. It was good to have hope because, man, I'm telling you, back when I was – before I had the control card, I didn't – before I knew that the stuff was encoded, I was running scan after scan after scan with every piece of software I could. I was willing to buy, pay, whatever – and I couldn't get nothing. I mean, nothing. Not one single JPEG, you know? And I'd recovered stuff before off flash drives and, and cards with, you know, different pieces of free software. And I knew it was fairly easy to get stuff, especially if you haven't written over it. It made no sense. So the control card working was definitely a day changer on day number three. I also had a great day of writing. I think I've mentioned back and forth how I am trying to write and I'm having troubles doing it. Because of uh, just just different things, and uh, but I had a great day of writing. I I spent a lot of time. I'm supposed to do about two hours a day. I, I'm really doing more like fifteen to twenty. Truth be told, I need to be doing that a heck of a lot more. But I'm doing a lot of reading too. I'm doing reading about writing. I'm writing reading about dialogue, and I'm reading several books that are in the young adult and uh, middle reader category. It's just to get a feel. So I've been reading um, even, uh, what's it called, Dork Diaries. I've been reading that, even though it's more of a illustrated novel type of thingy bobber. But uh, I've read several other ones. The um, Whipping Boy. I'm reading um, Something in the Iron Cross. Uh, I'm reading Dork Diaries. No, no, not Dork Diaries. I'm reading Diary of a Wimpy Kid. Uh, I got number two, and I'm halfway through it. Uh I do not suggest them for grown-ups. I mean, but I got to say, I got to say, they're they're clever. The dork, I mean, sorry, the wimpy kid, clever stuff. I've never seen the movies, could care less too. 
uh, but they're pretty dang funny, gotta say. Uh, so I hope I can I can put some cleverness and stuff in my own writing. But I did have a breakthrough. I had a breakthrough that day. I remember, and I can't tell you what it is. <laughs> That's the terrible thing about writing. But I'm telling you, it was the first time in my writing that I can say I just had a breakthrough where a problem that I'd been mulling over and and, and probably had been holding me back from writing um, just clicked into place. It just did. Kind of like when you're taking showers and you have great ideas. This one happened while I was doing dishes. And uh, and it was awesome. I just blink. It was just like the light bulb going on over your head. So it was a good deal. Um, day three, I also realized something. I had messed up my wife's birthday. Some of you guys may remember I, I said I couldn't figure out what to get her. And so I got on and looked up running equipment because that's what she was into. And I and I lucked out with uh, her headphones. I did great on that. But I'd gotten her a pair of running shoes. and But I was unaware that she had certain arch issues and those shoes just did not work. And I felt like I'd kind of let her down, you know. But then on day three here, I remembered that she had asked me for something early on. She had even forgotten about it. She wanted a stereo, a brand new stereo for her 10-year-old Honda CRV. And uh, I don't know if you drive a 10-year-old plus car, but you know, things start to fall apart on them. And uh, one of the things that fell apart early on this were the speakers and the uh, and the, the stereo. The, the, the back speakers don't work at all. The front one, I think just the left side does. So it sounds horrible. It sounds like an old AM radio. So I got on, and I'd even been on the website before. I had registered. I'd even put stuff in the dang cart and had forgotten. So all I did was just check out and uh, free shipping, you know, and I paid for it. And I told her about it the next day, and uh, she's excited. I can tell. She said she would thank me when it's in. <laughs> and I don't blame her. <laughs> Uh, cause getting it is one thing, putting it in is another, because I'll tell you right now, the speakers, they don't make them anymore, the sizes and, and they tell you that. And so with the speakers, you not only buy the speakers, you have to get a kit to retrofit them to the dang door. And I got to take off panels and stuff. And I haven't done that since high school when I didn't care about my crappy car. So we'll see day four. Um, I can proudly say that by day four, it took me quite a while, but I can say, I'll read it right off the thing. I believe that I have successfully recovered nearly every last photo, video, and Photoshop file that I lost in uh, on the 10-year hard drive. Yay! So that stuff that drove me crazy for weeks and weeks and weeks and, and threatened to just knock my block off emotionally... It's over. And, and you know, I, I'm looking through, and not everything I wanted is on there, but I'm telling you what, all the photos, all the videos, childhood stuff. As a matter of fact, let me let me share one with you. Um, it's, obviously, I can't share the video, but the audio, I want you to hear it. Here we go. It's my daughter singing a little song. Well, my daughter is barely two years old. She's singing Beautiful. Do you know that song? Beautiful. You're beautiful. It's true. I saw your face in a crowded place. And I don't know what to do. Because I'd rather jump off of this cliff in the video. Dun, 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 dun. It's a beautiful song. You want to sing it over here in the microphone? Yeah. Okay. Well, let's Sing, sing beautiful. 
Before you see my selfish. <laughs> Here, let's do this. Let's do this then. All right, sing it in there. Before you see my selfish, I call your face. I don't know what to do. I'm ready with you. <laughs> Good girl. My, my daughter really liked it back in the day, and that was her singing that. It's awesome. And I have it back because of the awesomeness of the control card and recovery software. Um, what ended up working? I'll tell you what ended up working. It is a piece of software called um, bloop, 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 hold on. It is called Purin P-U-R-A-N File Recovery. Okay, it's free. And once you're done recovering everything, it says, hey, did you get some files back? How about buying a thank you license? And the thank you license is five bucks. I'm telling you, I'm scanning right now um, my other drive that I think is completely lost because it was overwritten completely. If I pull anything off of there, I'm giving them 50 bucks. Hands down. Easy. It's not even a, it's not even an issue. So, anyway, my daughter's singing. That's worth it right there. If I can get some stuff back that I was working on recently, much rather better. So, there you go. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, day five. Um, the, the thing that made my day, I'm glad to share this with you. I, I'm not going to play anything because it's a video that I found on uh, on YouTube. And I can't remember who I found it through. I'm sure somebody shared it or something like that on somebody's timeline. But it's a video called Coke Life and not – it's uh, – it's a Coca-Cola. It's a it's a commercial, probably from Spain or some other country. Uh, there's no words in it or anything like that, and it's just awesome. It, it it had a surprise little twist ending at the end, and it's about family, and um, it was awesome. I will have a link to it in the show notes. Okay, so you go to mmdcast.com, look for Coke Life episode. This will be episode nine. Yeah, so uh, check that out. Check that out. By the way, while I'm thinking about it, two things. I have been um, normal or balanced out for two months as of tonight. So, yay! That is awesome. That makes today. And then uh, thank you, Jen, uh, for my headphones. I still love them. They're so comfortable. And so thank you, thank you. All right. So go check check out that video. It is just precious. I wish I could tell you. Um, But when you see it, you'll be like, ah. I can see. I can see. I watched it like three times, and it brought a little tear to my eye. I, I don't mind saying. Um. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, for some random reason, on uh, day five, which I believe is Friday, um, when I was going to pick up the kids, I loaded up Podcast Kid, episode one, and uh, listened to it with my son and daughter. Epi- Podcast Kid, episode one. Um. I don't remember when it was shot. Let me see. Let me see if I can let me get it up here. But let me tell you while while it's loading. Podcast Kid is an as a podcast that I did with my daughter um, for kids, and it was it was fairly popular today. Actually, it still is. Uh, I get a lot of emails still every day, or not every day, but um, here and there. The first episode. I wish I could find this quickly. I'm going to be able to. Hold on. That'd be very quick. The very first episode she ever did, she she barely turned um barely turned 3. But the first episode was March 22nd, 2010, and uh and we talked about kindergarten. 
I talked about going to kindergarten, what it was going to be like. She'd never been before. And uh, just listening to it with her, she she's just so she was so funny and quick witted back then, and I didn't even really appreciate it as much as I should have. Um, if you want to listen to Podcast Kid with your kids or even by yourself, you're gonna you're gonna enjoy it. It's at uh, www.podcastkid.com or look it up in iTunes, Podcast Kid. Um, and uh, episodes one is the one we we checked out. Uh, and my son, who had never heard any of this stuff, who wasn't even well no he was born he was barely born though he loved it he laughed he laughed so hard and there was this one part she's like i was like why do you want to go why do you want to go to 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 kindergarten so bad she goes i want to learn to read and jay while he's listening to this he goes oh i wanted to go for recess two different kids here and uh but then but then i I pestered her apparently in the thing and i said why do you want her to learn to read and she says i want to read to my brother and oh man if you could have seen the look on her his face when she she wasn't there yet we we kind of cheated and listened to it while we were waiting on her and it just made his day that his big sister would want to learn to read just you know for him now has she followed through with that very rarely but anyway it was just sweet and he appreciated it and that was so cool so yeah check out podcast kid at podcastkid.com i'd love to start doing the show i mean we get we get questions all the time you know is jenna still doing shows you know or or people that don't realize the dates on them and and i'm and i'm like jenna is is nine now you know she's not six anymore she's in third grade so the show would definitely be different but um i'm just not gonna jump into it yet day six something that did not make my day but probably will make yours is uh i was i was carrying in um, 12 liter uh, sleeves of soda. You know what I'm talking about. They sell them that way up under the two liters at your local grocery store. I was trying to stack three of them on top. So I had my arm crooked. I put in the first one, I put in the second one, and I put in the third one. And in the third one, see, how do I put this? I had, I was perfectly positioned between the second and the third one to pinch the crud. Out of one of my man dots, my 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 man dot, you know what I'm talking about on the right side, pinched the smack out of my nip, and um, hurt really bad, and I laughed at myself. And I was like, "This did not make my day, but it will make the day of everybody listening." And um, I was just very aware of it for quite a while after that. You know how you kind of try to push it in. So it goes back to its normal phase. It didn't really work for a while. So that might be too much information, but it's funny information. Um, also on day six, uh, which was yesterday, my wife uh, completed her Christmas for me. And uh, she had ordered one thing that I had requested, and it had not come in. And it's here in my hand right now. It's a Buzz Lightyear... Um, well... <sighs> All right, you go you go to these discovery center places or toy stores or whatever, and in the front they have those micro eensy weensy tiny Lego piece like things, but they're not Legos; they're like micro Legos, and they make little flamingos and bears and fences. I don't know what they make, but anyway, this one is Buzz Lightyear, and it's very cute. It's very awesome, and it is from Tokyo Disney. It is from Japan. Had Japanese writing, fragile in English, fragile in Japanese. 
and it came all the way over, and that's why it took so long to get here. And I have it in my hand, and it is so awesome. I don't want to open it and put it together because the, the little package is really cute. It's not Apple professional, but it's pretty dang close for micro micro uh, Legos. So anyway, that was awesome. It was cool. If you want to know what it looks like, you know, just Google something about Tokyo and Buzz Lightyear and Legos. I don't know. I don't know if that'll work for you. It's cute. It's awesome. It's cool. And I love Buzz Lightyear stuff. So it worked out great. Thanks, Jen. Day seven, which was today, I came upon a video um, of two little girls singing Let It Go from Disney's Frozen. All right. I'm going to play a little bit of the original here so that you can get a gist of the song if you haven't seen Frozen. I'm just going to play it through the chorus. I don't want to be accused of any kind of uh, stealing. The snow glows white on the mountain tonight Not a footprint to be seen A kingdom of isolation See what she did there? Isolation. Ice. The wind is howling like this swirling storm inside. Couldn't keep it in. Heaven knows I tried. Don't let them in. Don't let them see. Be the good girl you always have to be. Conceal. Don't feel. Don't let them know. Okay, that's enough. I don't want to go to jail, especially a Disney jail. So uh, it's an awesome song. It's got a great, great thing to it. Here, hear a little bit of uh, these two little girls. They're twins. I didn't know they were two kids. I thought it was one kid. They're precious. and looks like on the queen. A wind is howling like this worries inside. Could the keep it handles I try? <laughs> do it, don't mean, do it, don't see. Be good girl, you always have to be. And see, don't feel, just know. When I die, go. <laughs> It's awesome. It's so good. And it just goes on from there. Their passion, just the rawness and the fact that they they are semi-aware they're on camera, but they don't seem to care and they're just going for it. And it's so real and so innocent and so awesome. And um, 
there's this one part if you because you're going to see the video because you're going to go to mmdcast.com you're going to look for episode nine you're going to click on uh maddie and zoe sing let it go from disney's frozen and you're going to watch this thing and you're going to see at one point because he overlaps both videos of both of them singing there's this one part at the very end where it's just it rises and you can just feel it in them and they both just raise their hands at the same time and it gets me every time it does um so uh, I love that. I love I love creativity. I love raw passion like that, especially mixed with the innocence. Um, passion is not always innocent, but it is here. And um, it's only got 178,000 views, which I say that because uh, only because, you know, we're used to millions. But I guarantee you before this thing is over, it's going to have a few more million especially as the uh, soundtrack becomes more and more popular. The movie comes out on DVD and all that kind of stuff. And and the millions of people, of course, that are going to hear about it uh, through the podcast here, you know, because it's famous and stuff. So go there, check out, click on it, listen to it, and be not just impressed and not just, you know, oh, it's so cute, because it is. It's extremely cute. Uh, and again, please realize that they're two kids, not just one, they're twins. Um, but also be inspired by them and uh you know we could all do with a little less i don't give a crap what the world thinks about what i'm supposed to be and what i'm supposed to do i'm not talking about being tactless i'm not talking about not having concern about the things we do and say there's there's a there's a certain there's always an extreme to every statement like that and i always tend to think of people taking my stuff and going to the extreme but i'm just saying we could do on the positive side we could all do well to be a little bit more like a kid because you know when we were children all of us were artists all of us was were dancers all of us were singers and along the way uh somebody told us we weren't even if it was just us and uh the guy behind me in church today he was definitely not a singer was he jen no freaking way uh but he didn't care and he wasn't being loud to be obnoxious or, or anything. He was just worshiping. He was just doing what he do. And uh, I got nothing but respect for that and a little bit of teasing. You know, I had to tease him in front of my wife just a little bit because I'm evil. Uh, so, yeah, let it go. Um, speaking of which, the, the, the second thing that made my day with that is sharing that moment with my kids. I don't know. My, my daughter if and my son, when they are older... One thing they will be able to say, if nothing else, is that my dad was constantly sharing impressive and and creative and wonderful things. And I hope they can say that that just blew my imagination wide open and, and blew open what I thought was possible that I could do with the gifts and talents that I was given and uh, I hope that's the case. Otherwise, they're just going to say, oh, man, my dad was constantly showing me YouTube videos because all he did was sit in front of his television. I mean, his computer screens all the time. So that's probably what they'll say. But I'm hoping the opposite. And sharing this with them and, and, and then, you know, hearing my own daughter sing on a file that I saved, it was just all kind of mixed together and it was awesome. And, um, you know, as guys, we're, we're, we're often told that we segregate things into boxes or this emotion here, this feeling there, and that women kind of blend them all together. Well, I don't know. Today, it was blendy day for me. And that's good. That's a good thing every now and then. Um, okay, the last bit, <laughs> save the best for last, is talking about um, 
making my kids laugh and talking about the let it go thing, I just suddenly, because of the little girls, it inspired me. I started singing, let it go. I mean, just loud as anything right in their ears. Okay. You know, not deafeningly loud, but, but enough to, to make them jump and to make them laugh and, and all this kind of stuff. And, uh, and, and they were laughing and it was great, but I'm like, I'm going to take it to the next level. So I ran in the kitchen and I said, I'm about to make this more real. And I start diving into the, the ice bucket and I grab as much ice as I can in my hands. My daughter already knows what's coming because she knows Jay's still kind of watching. And I get right to him and I said, let it go. And I threw the ice like I was throwing, you know, letting go of doves, you know, how you do your palms up and all that. And the ice just flew out and the dog goes, chases one. Jen, Jenna falls out of her chair, milk literally coming out of her nose, falling on the floor, which the dog starts to lick up. And Jay's laughing and my wife's going, my floor, my wooden floor, you know, and all this kind of stuff. That's exactly the way she sounds, by the way. She's always talking like that. Um, and it was just hilarious. And I threw it like a couple of times. Let it go. And, uh, it was hilarious. It was fun. And I, I'm so glad to be back into that. I'm glad I picked up that job again. Because I'm uh, pretty good at it, got to say. Okay, it's time for your MMDs, your Made My Day moments. You can always email these things to mmdcast at gmail.com. Again, that's mmdcast at gmail.com. James, my MMDs so far this week are, dude's got a list. Uh, you, first of all, he says, your freaking amazing submission for the comic panel project. You keep setting the bar for the rest of us. Well, he said that, and then the three guys that submitted stuff after me just kicked my butt all over the place and made it look like I drew mine on a tissue paper. But let me tell you about this. I'm doing a comic panel project. It's something. I mean, it's not mine. It's his. Uh, it's at thecomicpanel.com. Go check it out and subscribe or put it on your RSS feed or bookmark it or whatever you have to do. Because once a week, a random artist that is part of this group does one panel and we don't know what they're going to do it just has to be based on the panels before it and uh, so far it's uh it's been about farting quite a bit to be honest but now it's about a super awesome gun that does something super awesome so go check it out and see my artwork the cool thing too is i've never been great at doing the same kind of artwork twice in a row. That's the reason why I've never really done an ongoing comic. I did one for a while. But, you know, like Mickey Mouse, if I were to draw Mickey Mouse, I would draw him different every single time. And you can't do that when you're doing animation. Same with Buzz Lightyear. I've drawn thousands of Buzz Lightyears. That's a lie. But I've drawn a lot. And every one of them are stinking different as day and night. I cannot draw the same and that's cool about this project is by the time three or four more have passed or nine or ten of them and it's my turn again i can just do whatever style i want in the moment and it's awesome i can do it in color or not i can have dialogue or not i can continue the story or or start something new you know and um it's great check it out the comic panel.com all right his second mmd and by the way he didn't ask me to do that that was all me he says i got me a bunch of velcro storage bins Velcro, hanging hooks, and Velcro, and reorganize my office so that my messy cables are hidden and my podcast equipment is discreet but accessible. Discreet. That means when it goes to potty, it, it, um, it you can't see it. I don't know what discreet means, but uh, I know what it's like to have your office cleaned up. I, I think I mentioned that last week, how I dusted everything and you know, blah, blah, blah. There is nothing better than Velcro and twist ties. I love those black twist ties that come with your your equipment. 
I always keep those things. And I typically use those because uh, I don't buy Velcro. But man, he showed some pictures and it really looked good. He had all his stuff hidden underneath his desk and he could just Velcro right off the thing and put it on his head and, and all this kind of stuff. Um, so congratulations on that, Chris. That was great. He says, I just found out that I have a few extra vacation days and I'm spending most of them on my birthday week later this month. That's cool. He says, my 22-month-old Connor came out of his room this morning. My wife said, Connor, come here and give me a hug. And he walked right past her straight to me and snuggled with me instead. Ha, 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 ha. And all the women are mad, but the men understand, especially with boys. Uh, the boys love their mamas. And anytime we get a little preferential treatment once in a while, it's good for us. Because uh, they don't have much use for their dads at first. So... 22 months. Let me do the math here. I, I always hate that, just to be honest, because I can't do the math. He is almost two years old. He is he is almost two years old. So, so Chris, it's time to tell your wife. You sit down, take her out to a nice dinner, something like that. And when everything's calm, you tell her, sweetheart, uh, when he turns two, we've got to start calling him two. We're not going to do 24 months, 25 months. We're going to do two, two and a half, and then three. Okay, you might want to start now and just say he's almost two because he's 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 probably two and a you know one and a half. But still, after that two two year mark, it's time to stop that mess. But I've seen people do it, man. I've seen people do it. They're like, hey, this is my son. Um, You know, he is uh, he's (laughs) I'm sorry. I was trying to do the calculations for a joke. He's 120, 20, he's 168 weeks old, you know, and he's 14. He's 14. Say 14. But I've uh, I've heard people take it up to three and four years old. I'm like, dear God, you know, cut his hair, cut the boy's hair, first of all. Take the binky out of his mouth. I'm not talking to you, Chris. I'm talking to the general public now. Take the binky away. Quit calling it a binky. First of all, it's a pacifier, and that's what it is. It's pacifying your kid. Cut his dang loopy hair. Makes him look like a woman or a little baby girl. And um, what else? Oh, he's he's two. He's one. Just be there. All right. So glad to have you invading my ears again, James. Thanks for the awesomeness, Chris Cowan or Cohen. I hope it's Cowan because cow, that's awesome. And uh, again, the comic panel.com. He says, hi, uh, this is the next guy. Hey, James, it's JJ. And I have a story for all the peeps. This is a middle school person, by the way. So uh, if you ever listen to my past show, you'll know that I have a a wonderful place in my heart reserved uh, for uh, all middle schoolers that is emptied every six minutes. Okay, about a year or two ago, I was in a basketball league called Upward. That is a uh, religious uh, school. I'm not not a religious school, religious uh, version of, of football, basketball, stuff like that. It was a Christian league. There he goes. He said it. And there was a potluck. If you don't know what a potluck is, it's when everybody brings their food. And the luck is that you don't get food poisoning. When it was all over, and since it was a Christian league, at the end, a pastor did a speech about giving your life to Jesus. Imagine that. And in the middle of the speech, he happened to say, God the Creator made the birds of the sea and the fish of the air. Nobody laughed but me and my dad tried not to laugh. But you know how it is when you can't laugh and it makes it even funnier. So as soon as he was done, me and my dad were cracking up. 
I talked to the pastor later and said, you know what? You messed up right there. And he was like, yeah, I know. That was just to make sure you were paying attention. So I was wondering, since you were a pastor, I am a pastor. I'm just not employed as one. But he says, since you were a pastor, is that an actual excuse? And oh, homeschooling is awesome. And I have public school friends that are jealous Hope it wasn't too long. JJ loved the show. Um, I know they're not jealous of your punctuation skills, but um, but they may be jealous that you get to sleep in every day. That's probably it. Um, anyway, uh, I will tell you as a pastor that when we mess up on on stage, there are two types of pastors. There are the types of pastors who will flatly lie and say that they did that to keep you on your toes. <laughs> And then there are the pastors that will make fun of themselves and said and say something like, "Yeah, birds are the freaking water. What do you want? Bird, you know, fish of the air. You ever see fish in the air? It's what the Bible actually says, you know, and um, or something like that. So no, I I would say that is not a pastor thing. We do not say things wrong." <laughs> to get people's attention because if if you ever did i guarantee you here would be the outcome especially with an adult audience no one would notice and it would make you depressed and you would think nobody ever listens to anything i say at all and uh some of them would notice and they would think you were a moron most of them would not notice at all and a few would notice but they would have such old-fashioned holy fear that they would never dare bring it. And they may even mark it out in their Bible and rewrite it the way you said it. All right. And by the way, he sent that from his iPod. I'm jealous. He's probably 12. He's got an iPod. Uh, Elizabeth writes, It made my day last week to see my unborn baby via ultrasound. It is quite something to see an actual baby growing in there, fist pumping away, Elizabeth. So I guess the baby is like, yeah, 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 and just fist pumping. I guess that's what that means. I never saw any fist pumping. Mostly I just saw genitalia on mine. There's a little turtle. And then on the other one, there was this little, there was a little wiener. Okay. Uh, boys have those. And uh, so I had one girl and one boy. And no, uh, oh, no, 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 the turtle. That's what they call it. I, I got confused. There were three little dots for the girl. And there's there's a turtle for the boy. So, um, you know, there you go. Uh, well, congratulations, Elizabeth. I will say this after I've made a mockery of your input on accident. Um, is that when I saw my first kid and heard that, that thump and thump thump and saw that, I aged five years right there. I, I, I just did. I, I matured five years. I became a dad. And it became very real. And I don't know if this is your first one or your hundredth one, but I'm going to tell you, on the second one, it did the same thing. And now, every day, when they wake up and they call me dad, and I'm 40, it does it again. I don't mature. I just get older. And I grow another, uh, you know, gray hair in my nose or ear. It's awesome. My hair on my head is actually pretty nice and brown, so the rest of it is going crazy. I got more gray hairs on my eyebrows than most people have in their whole life. And they're weird. They don't just grow normal. They grow double speed. I don't know what it is, man. I shave them off literally with a one, with a two, number two guard on my uh, razor. Because I am no pretty boy. I just shear them off like, like it's a lawnmower. And man, them jokers will grow back. I'll pluck them. They'll grow back. I don't know what it is, man. 
but if somebody could figure out why gray hairs grow twice as fast as any other hair and you could bottle that, bald people would make us all jealous because they'd be beautiful white heads of hair. So, what's made your day recently? What has meant something special to you? I want to share your little tiny wonderful moments with everyone who listens to this podcast. Email your moments right now to mmdcast at gmail.com. Try to keep it three or four sentences and, you know, that kind of thing. Punctuation's all so cool, you know. And if it's actually a MMD moment instead of just a story, that's also nice. But that's what middle schoolers provide. They, they just kind of do their own thing. They don't really care. Uh, I'd also love for you to sponsor an episode, if you don't mind, uh, re-mentioning our sponsors for today, Chris Cohen and Scott Covert. Thank you so much. You can do the same thing for only five bucks, and I'll even read a message if you want me to. You can do that at mmdcast.com. Click on the PayPal icon. Visit us online at mmdcast.com. Follow us on Twitter at NLCast, and like Made My Day podcast on facebook you got to put made my day podcast in the search bar there at the top in order to find us or just go to mmdcast.com click on facebook it'll be great and if you haven't leave us an itunes review because that's how we stay in the featured zone and other people find us and they don't go home all right we'll see you guys next week thank you so much <laughs>